You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. The U.S. flirts with geoengineering to stymie climate change by Matt Simon. The thing about humans is, for all our faults, we're actually pretty good at fixing things we know we've screwed up. Lead in gasoline? Bad idea. Let's ban lead in gasoline. Running out of oil to make gasoline? Let's switch to electric vehicles. Runaway climate change because humanity has taken too long to ditch fossil fuels? That's a bit trickier. Because even if the world meets the emissions goals of the Paris Climate Agreement... It may be too late to fix what we've done. So a growing chorus of scientists have been mumbling about geoengineering, doing things like spraying sulfur in the stratosphere or whitening clouds to bounce light back into space to help cool things down. And last week, Congressman Jerry McNerney joined them, introducing a bill that would ask the National Academies of Science to explore technologies to geoengineer Earth. In two reports, they'd explore research avenues and oversight of that research. That is, if the bill gets past McNerney's colleagues, and then the only world leader to shun the Paris Climate Agreement. To be clear, McNerney would love nothing more than for the U.S. to cut emissions. But the climate situation has become so dire that he thinks geoengineering is now something the U.S. is obligated to explore. Not like initiating a full-scale manipulation of the stratosphere next week, but at least looking into the idea. It's very important that we understand what our tools are, he says. What options do we have? How much risk is there? The options are few and the risks murky. Take, for instance, sulfur seeding. The idea is to inject sulfur dioxide into the lower stratosphere, where it turns into sulfur aerosol that reflects light back into space. Problem is... Just last month, researchers released a study showing that if you injected the stuff into the northern hemisphere, you might reduce hurricanes in the Atlantic and kick off a drought in north-central Africa in the process. At the moment, no scientist is flying around in the stratosphere dumping out sulfur dioxide. They're working with models and, conveniently enough, studying historical precedent, because the same sort of cooling happens when a massive volcano erupts. 
1912, for instance, an Alaskan volcano popped 30 cubic kilometers of ash and debris into the atmosphere. The next year was the only year on record without a hurricane, which is in keeping with the new models. Another geoengineering option is called marine cloud brightening, which entails the brightening of marine clouds. To do this, theoretically, you'd spray a fine mist of water particles in clouds, because when clouds are dark and stormy-looking, the particles within them, known as cloud condensation nuclei, are larger. If the droplets are smaller, there's more sunlight bouncing off all the surface area, and the cloud is lighter and fluffier, says Kelly Wanzer, principal director of the Marine Cloud Brightening Project at the University of Washington. The problem is that when you're reflecting light away from Earth, you're drawing heat out of the system. And when you do that, you're potentially reducing evaporation, which, of course, produces rain. In general, Wanser says, and this kind of shows in the models, these geoengineering techniques are likely to produce a little less precipitation, and that effect is likely to be uneven and may be really hard to predict. What brings us to the question of regionality? One country might decide it wants to tinker with its atmosphere, but that could muck things up for its neighbors, both near and far. And, as you might imagine, there's no treaty on the books that says you can't geoengineer your neighbors into oblivion. The current framework for ensuring accountability under international law is pretty thin on what it substantively requires, says Anna Maria Hubert, principal investigator at the Geoengineering Research Governance Project. And whether it could even be enforced is a separate question. A reminder that McNerney's bill would task the National Academies of Science with exploring the critical matter of oversight. Complicating matters is that, in the eyes of the international community, big U.S. initiatives on anything remotely related to climate change look weird. From an outside view, it's difficult to see how the U.S. taking leadership on solar geoengineering will not be met with expressions of distrust and even some hostility from the international climate community, Hubert says. Consider that this geoengineering bill would put the Secretary of Energy in charge of interfacing with the National Academies of Science – that would be Rick Perry, who said humans aren't the primary driver of climate change. Complicating matters still further is that geoengineering would be a mighty tempting excuse to just emit whatever we want now. That's one of my fears, McNerney says, is that people will say, hey, we've got this great science and technology, we can just continue to emit. But man, that is the absolute wrong answer. All complications considered, these are still very, very early days in geoengineering. McNerney wants insight at this point, not immediate solutions. This is science, after all. It'll move slowly and methodically and almost certainly not lead to humans making matters worse for themselves. Almost certainly. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. Right now. We walk inside and it's raining. Our home is ruined. We couldn't live there. Our first concern was the kids. This was going to be hard on them. Chubb got us a place to stay in the same school district. Otherwise, it could have been a nightmare. Chubb turned a disaster into an adventure for our kids. And no one missed a day of school? Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Hope you enjoyed this spoken edition of Wired News. And if you'd like more, search for Wired Science and Wired Business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. 
I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.